0: In recent years, the term gaslighting has entered our common vocabulary. But it isn't just a buzzword, it has serious emotional implications on the person it is inflicted on. Listen on to understand the dynamic and traits to watch out for. This is Mind Your Mornings with Anna Chandi, a fortnightly podcast that takes you on the journey to a brave new you. This is Mind Your Mornings with Anna Chandy, a fortnightly podcast that takes you on the journey to a brave new you. To know more about Anna's practice, you can log on to www.annachandy.com. That's www.annachandy.com Trigger Warning The contents of this episode might be disturbing for some people. Please use your discretion when listening. This podcast is for reflection. It is not a tool to self-diagnose. If you have suicidal thoughts or you are in distress, contact a qualified therapist or psychiatrist immediately. Hi, and welcome to Mind Your Mornings. I am Anna Chandi, your host for this podcast. Over the last 27 years, I have worked with more than 500 people, both individuals and families. And through this podcast, I want to bring to you what I have learned about life and its nuances through the experiences of people I have interacted with. In today's episode, I will be talking about a behavioral pattern that is fairly common in relationships. This behavior is all about power and control. I have seen it play out in various systems, especially families. Now, some of you might have heard of the term gaslighting. This one word has a lot of complex actions and reactions built into it. It is difficult to diagnose and requires deep attentiveness for a counselor to spot the signs. Let's look at the definition. Gaslighting is defined as an insidious form of manipulation and psychological control. Victims of gaslighting are led to question themselves and what they know to be true. It is important to note, that this is planned and done deliberately to get the desired outcome. People at the receiving end tend to doubt their own actions, words and even their sanity. The relationship is controlled by the abuser, which makes it difficult for the victims to leave. Some of you might have seen this around you. Say you have invited a couple for dinner. The husband smirks at every opinion the wife puts forward on politics, sports, work. He outright laughs at her and puts her down. Everyone joins in the fun. The atmosphere is jovial. The wife ends up feeling small and insignificant. She sits down and smiles politely. Now the gaslighter, We'll start with simple things. Statements like I didn't say that or you must have misunderstood or even come on, you are just making this up now. These are some common ones to begin with. Then this slowly builds up. The statements soon become Hey, I think you're reading too much into this or you're lying or even you're crazy. What does the other person in the relationship feel? He or she starts to question their own narrative. Maybe I was wrong. Did I make up this whole story? Am I being unreasonable? He or she must be right. It starts with confusion in the mind of the victim and eventually builds into a conclusion. He or she is right I must be wrong. This is not a mild passing belief. It is chaotic and turns the victim's life upside down. It is targeted at a person's identity and their sense of self worth. Gaslighting can cause long term damage to an individual's sense of self. Gaslighters are not limited to personal relationships. I have come across manipulative people in professional systems who gaslight for power and control over their victims. Very often, the dynamic between the two people is extended to people around them. The gaslighter will look for others around them to support their claim that the victim is delusional. The victim is shown as crazy even to families, friends, colleagues and society. The term gaslight comes from a play in 1938 by the same name. The play was later adapted into a movie, again with the same title. The actor, Ingrid Bergman, plays the victim to a psychologically abusive partner. She went on to win an academy for this performance. Now, what are the earliest forms of gaslighting that a person experiences? It starts in childhood. It can accompany any of the five emotional wounds that we discussed earlier. Let me take an example. A child, no more than six, has been inappropriately touched by their uncle, who is a close member of the family. The child goes up to their mother and tells her. The child knows something is wrong. The mother dismisses the child's claims. She reinforces the fact that the uncle is a close friend and he's a nice person. The child is left confused. Their reality is overridden. The child is made to believe that what they felt in that moment is imaginary. The erasure of the abuse is as traumatic as the abuse itself. Let's look at another instance. A child is smothered and controlled by their parents. Every choice of the child is judged and often dismissed. The child's reality. Is broken and the seed of doubt is planted in their head. In these examples, the child at a very young age has registered one thing. I don't know the truth. Gaslighting often starts within the family when we don't believe children. The child's script has these words in block letters. I am not important. I don't exist. I shouldn't be me. Often these children go up to fall prey to more gaslighters. It becomes their pattern as the self-doubt is reinforced in them. Their early wounds force them to rely on someone else's sense of reality. And it's not like they don't feel the discomfort. They do. But unfortunately, their lack of self-worth makes them prone to be gaslighted. I have often seen the abuse happen at the hands of people in power, people in codependent relationships, people when, but one is afraid to lose. Let's spend some time on the person being gaslighted. What does this person go through? Some of the responses or beliefs I have come across are very subtle. A constant sense of anxiety to say or do the right thing. Less confident of their decisions. Some people are self-critical, wondering if they are overly sensitive. They often think it is their fault for things that go wrong. Some people apologize too much for being too loud or too quiet, too something. One of my clients spoke of a feeling that something is wrong, but she couldn't just identify what it was. Among couples, I have seen one person always take the blame and make excuses for their partner's behavior. These people also feel the need to hide information from their friends and family to avoid confrontation. Eventually, most victims feel isolated from their loved ones. They feel distant from themselves and sink into a sense of hopelessness. But what about the abusers? How do the gaslighters benefit? These people are power hungry and control freaks and they are skilled manipulators. Not all manipulators are gaslighters but all gaslighters use manipulation as their main tool. Manipulation in itself is common. Children use it often on their parents Marketers use it to influence customers. But gaslighters are not just hungry for just influence. They want to control. They often present one face to the victim and another to the world. The victims can't reach out to others because no one will believe them. The primary goal of the gaslighter is to keep the victim hooked. If the victim masters up the emotional strength to disagree with them, they turn the table. They suddenly make it appear like the victim for being questioned. Or sometimes they use the tactic of positive reinforcement. They will comply and acknowledge their mistakes and promise to change, but they never do. Within a few months, things have gone back to the same dynamic. If the victim manages to escape them, which is very rare, they will find someone else. They lack empathy. These people are not bound to the person they are gaslighting. It is only and only about them. Is gaslighting always intentional? No, it need not be. It is possible that someone is gaslighting without realizing it. But subconsciously, they enjoy control and they like feeling superior. They still have the desire to feel powerful and make the other person feel helpless. And this is never acceptable. Just because they don't realize it, it doesn't excuse the emotional harm they're causing the victim. Of course, they're acting from their blueprint. They might have seen manipulations as a child or even experienced it from their caregiver. But what is important to understand here is that people who gaslight have a personality disorder. They are termed psychopaths because of the perverse pleasure they derive from harming others. So... I've been working with a family system for the last four to five years. There are four people in the family, Mr. and Mrs. Shah and their two children, Rohan and Aman. Mr. and Mrs. Shah fell in love many, many years ago. Today, Mr. Shah is a successful businessman and all of them live in a joint family unit. Mr. Shah's mother is dominating and political. She enjoys control and plays her three children against their spouses to maintain this status quo. Her husband is loyal to his wife and trusts his wife's point of view. As a young wife, Mrs. Shah often felt suffocated in the relationship. Her mother-in-law's control was vicious. Her husband was unsupportive in her claims. So Mrs. Shah... Didn't speak out much, but instead, she bottled up a lot of anger and rage. Very soon, she had her first child, Rohan. She took out all her built-up anger and frustration on the little child. Mr. Shah used this to further distort the relationship between Rohan and his mother. In the guise of protecting him, this continued till his teenage years, all Rohan had seen through his childhood was agitation and rage. That was his experience of the world, reinforced by his father's opinion of his mother. He replicated his mother's behavior because that is all he knew. He saw anger and anxiety as controlling and that is what he learned. He began to believe that he could control situations through the power of his anger. It is important to note that this was Rohan's perceived sense of reality, that through rage he could call the shots. And this was fueled by his father manipulating him against his mother. Rohan became the new powerful one in the family, like Mr. Shah's mother. If Mrs. Shah tried to say something, Mr. Shah would put her down. His common statements were, You are being oversensitive. You are imagining things. You've lost it. Over time, Mrs. Shah lost her sense of reality. She became unsure of herself and started questioning herself. She became quiet. She was scared to give her opinion on anything. The family system was broken. This trait of gaslighting was passed down from his mother to Mr Shah to Rohan. After four years of systemic work, Rohan has begun to see what is happening. Today, he realizes he was being manipulated by his father all along. He was just a tool against his mother. After four years, Rohan has acknowledged this in front of his family and stepped out from the receiving end of gaslighting. This is just one example of a system gone wrong because of a gaslighter in the family. Psychopaths influence not just our family systems, but society at large. Recent movements that brought to light many such gaslighters from the past the #metoo movement black lives matter movement are uprisings against people who have manipulated their power gaslighting is far more common than we think it is many of us don't even realize we are gaslit till it reaches a boiling point our society is still in the shadows of patriarchy and women are often the victims Especially today, we are gaslit through fake news and strong opinion pieces. We feel brainwashed and helpless. That's when the abuser feels their moments of aha. If you have been a victim of gaslighting, I want you to know you are not alone. You are not crazy and it was not your fault. You can begin each day with one mantra. I am my own person and I will not allow anyone to disrespect me. Next fortnight, I will be talking about covert narcissism. Write in to us at Anna at Anna if you have any particular topics you would like me to talk, you can also find me on Instagram at Counselor Anna. Thank you for listening to Mind Your Mornings with me, Anna Chandy. I'll see you in a fortnight with yet another discovery into the mind and meanings we make. This is Mind Your Mornings with Anna Chandy a fortnightly podcast that takes you on the journey to a brave new.